Hey everyone, it's Mary. Thank you for listening to Totally Off Topic. On behalf of all of the top gals, thanks for your support. To win some swag, learn more about the show, and interact with us, follow Broken Drift Productions and subscribe to the podcast. everybody welcome to totally off topic holy smokes folks we made it to the final episode of matt james's bachelor season me and these crazy cats have been recapping the entire season we're so happy that you guys have been along for the ride and if you haven't yet make sure you subscribe because even though today is the final recap we have so much other content coming out so head to YouTube, head to our SoundCloud, follow Broken Drift Productions. You can find us on find us on all the social media platforms. And I'm pumped to be your host for this episode recap. I'm Carrie Gallagher. And with me, as always, is the very incredibly talented LA-based comedian, Katie Kay. Thank you so much. Hi. We've got the most amazing producer with dope hair and she don't give a shit about nothing, Hillary Hudson. Hi. And then we've got, coming from Las Vegas, I can't even believe it, our special guests, they've been with us for so long, we love them so much, Miles and Heather Weber. Hi. And Miles, sport, uh, can you show us your banana bro shirt? Always. Yes. Okay. Hey. So if you, if you don't want to hear me curse, follow Banana Bros. That's also under the Broken Drift umbrella. That's kid-friendly content. Okay, guys. Exciting recap coming your way. Not kid-friendly co- content. Was it, was it exciting? We're saying it's exciting, right? Sure. Okay. Listen, the episode started off um, with Matt James walking in the snow in Western Pennsylvania. Okay, love it. Setting the scene, he's contemplating life. And we get a lot of FaceTime with Matt James's brother, John, and his mother. And Miles and Heather Weber, what are you thinking about the James fam? What'd you think about his squad? Yeah, I mean, like, his brother seemed cool. So, I mean, that was nice. Uh, but we just think that uh, the mom very clearly is not over what happened to her in her past, like, relationship with uh I wouldn't say she's not over it. She just hasn't worked through she it properly. She hasn't worked through it properly, yeah. So it, it, it seems like she's she's got some... Uh, hang-ups about that that I, that I think caused her to I don't know that she relayed her feelings to Matt the clearest way uh because of that so uh he might have kind of misconstrued a little bit of where she was coming from when they were having their little conversation after the dates and everything so though true to in the beginning of the season she still thinks a lot of things are neat so many things nothing's are neat. changed lots of things are neat <laughs> <laughs> I think he also hasn't worked through his problems. Absolutely uh, not. Yeah, with yeah. his, it's not just her. It's oh, uh, yeah. it's a learned behavior, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, sure. 100%. 100%. Absolutely. 
And, and Hillary, going off that a little bit more, you're the mom of two boys, the banana bros. Um, do you think that his, Matt James's mom's advice was more of her holding up a mirror to herself or was she just doing the best she could? I mean, what's your take on, on her conversation with Matt? I mean, I'm going to be honest. If either of the boys told me that they were going to be the bachelor, I would laugh and I would laugh while I was meeting the girls and I would be like, you guys are crazy. And I would be down on the whole thing. So I feel like I'm not a good person to ask. Cause I would be like, Oh yeah, you're going to get engaged. Okay. I mean, like I, I would be so irritated actually highly irritated. <laughs> well, and Katie K that's kind of what both Matt's mom, what is her first name? I cannot remember it. Is it Barb? No, no, oh, that's, no that's I can't. Haters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ms. James. So Ms. James um, and John essentially said that when they had their interviews, Katie Kay, who did you um, who did you think did a, a better job at trying to get to know the girls? And what's your take on Ms. James? I thought both his brother and his mom made a perfectly fine effort in person to get to know the girls like they kind of put on a happy face and actually seemed interested what, during their discussions it was just after they left they like took a shit on the day so it was just weird because it's like it was good that they were supportive and didn't drop bombs to the girls because like it's not going to change their lives like well it is but you know what I mean? Like, it was good that they put on a pretty smile for that. But like, then after they left, I'm just wondering, like, hi, mom, you knew he was coming on The Bachelor, like, way before this. Why are you surprised that he's now at this point? You knew what the show was. Yeah. So. Well, and I was just bummed that, like, the the feelings that she showed Michelle weren't relayed to Matt. Like, I felt like we got two different people in that. Yeah. Yeah, so that was also frustrating. Yeah, she wasn't gonna pick any of them. It didn't yeah. matter who was there. It could have been somebody else. She wasn't gonna pick any of them anyway. But I do like her hair. Her hair is pretty. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think it's just the biggest problem with the show is all this pressure to get engaged in eight weeks to yeah. a person that you just found out existed. Like this could really be solved if we just do this semi-normal. Like give her a rose. See how it goes. That's it. Like, let it be done. Like, that was most of the problems and drama with this entire episode was the pressure to get engaged. And Chris Harrison didn't friggin' help, man. Coming in hot, like, just, oh, so, like, now you're not going to get engaged? It's like, dude. Or his quote about, well, that's a good greeting card. Yeah. yeah. We don't live in a greeting card world, Chris. No. And Suck I think it. It's like the, the Bachelor has been law on long enough that it needs to evolve. I think we saw for a moment that they broke the fourth wall this season with Jasenia when she like looked at the camera and gave him a little wink. And I also appreciate that the majority of this episode was Matt really taking the time on these weird long walks where he's wearing very tight pants. I will say I probably would have worn all of his outfits this season. Side note. Did they get tighter this episode? They 100% got tighter. 100%. He was walking and I was like, wait, 
this this seems way tighter than previous episodes. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, that's his dick right there. That's that is. Yeah, oh, it's right he there. Was he was showing it off. I just, yeah. I, I think the the whole franchise needs to evolve to make room and space and acknowledge that it's 2021 and and not everybody is on this bandwagon fairy tale journey thinking that all of this should result in an engagement because it's not going to work out. Katie, what were your thoughts on with that? Totally agree. They need to adapt to the current times and had a ton of shrapnel not happened after this season. I think people would have been singing Matt's praises for being going against the grain and doing what he wanted anyways, and not, not caving to the producer pressure. Um, and in general, like, the whole thing about him and his mom, like his mom getting in his head and then him not proposing. I feel like if this shit hadn't gone down post, we would have been like, wow, they're the most sane, normal people ever that didn't drink the bachelor nation Kool-Aid. And now, now just because of the shit that went down, it's like colored differently. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think the producers, I think the producers tried to no avail to get Matt to get down on a knee with one girl. And that's what made this episode tough at times to, to watch because you could tell there was, they were just forcing him to do something that he didn't feel comfortable. He wasn't ready to do it. He had to have that hard conversation with Michelle. You know, that was the only date that we saw this whole episode was him acknowledging to Michelle that he wasn't ready to take the step. And I appreciate that he was honest with her and was like, I cannot move forward with you. He made it very black and white. I mean, everything else about this episode is also very colored, but he made it so clear to her that they were not moving on together. Mm -hmm. I wish we got to see a little bit more of Michelle's reaction to that. Um, Miles and Heather, um, thoughts on Matt letting Michelle go like three quarters of the way through the episode. I mean, it was the right thing to do. I mean, yeah, same. I felt like, all right, man. Yeah. Good on you for being honest with her. You know, that's a real hard time, especially she breaks out the jerseys, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, and, and, and he did keep kind of leaning on it the whole episode with his thing was like, you know, it'd be real easy to tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. here super easy but that's not gonna do either of us any good yeah. so i'm like hey man yeah no, that's that's the way to go about it here so i mean i it's hard to have that conversation but it needed to be had and uh yeah i think you handled it as well as you can handle it i just feel bad for her because like going back to what i said earlier about his mom and michelle's conversation and matt saying he has these doubts that just came up for the first time i'm like would there still be doubts if your mom was honest about how she felt with michelle yeah you know what i mean yeah. so I, I just felt for her that she was very blindsided going from that interaction with his mom to their date the jerseys and then bam and then the curb, oh, the curb. The curb well he, here's the thing for me and carrie you said like i think matt was uncomfortable during you know whatever I think he's been uncomfortable the whole time. Mm-hmm. He has shown signs of discomfort. And in the next episode too, I know we're not there yet, but like he consistently shows signs of discomfort throughout this entire season. 
Is that because he's never been on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette before because everybody else has been on it before? Or is it just because the show needs, I mean, I do think the show needs to be updated, but like he's shown them throughout the time, the whole time that he's been very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And before we, before we kicked off the episode in, in our meeting, one of the things I brought up was that a common theme is we don't know the real Matt James. And I think it's because from the very beginning, he's been pulled in two separate directions and he doesn't want to disappoint, you know, anybody who's finally excited to see a black bachelor and he doesn't want to make any wrong decisions. He doesn't want to let anybody down. And what happens when you're, you're scared to make the wrong decision, fear rules you. And I think we, we missed out on getting to know the real authentic Matt James. And I think that's really unfortunate. Um, the rest of the episode, we, we see Matt struggle with that, finding his voice, trying to figure out what he wants to do. You can tell the producers are <laughs> nudging him to get engaged with, guess who, KDK, who showed up? Who showed Neil up? And Lane. Just, Neil Lane, hold on to it. What did you think about that? Hold yeah. on to it. Neil Lane just shows up with his briefcase (laughs) sees the uncomfort is like here you go anyway buddy like it's just so it was like literally shoving a diamond down his throat yeah it was so uncomfortable to watch he's just sobbed he's canceling a date like it's just like but here's these sparkly show him something sparkly oh god it was on the day he wanted off like i need this day to not have this date because I don't know if I'm comfortable with getting down on one knee. And so on the day he needs, yeah. they send in the ring guy. It's so like, I just wonder if it's like a contractual obligation because they have something signed with him, but it's like, it just makes me sad that there's no wiggle room on that, that it's still like, yeah, I know we're supposed to show you every season, but that just shows you that they've really gotten away from caring about the actual humans on the show. Mm-hmm. It's all about the drama and how can we keep the ratings up? It's numbers, it's not even, about people. Look at how much pressure was on there just down to when he's there with Rachel. You see the box in his jacket. The ring box is in his jacket still. Bulging, just so like- So it's like they're trying to push it as much as possible. Yeah. Well, and Weber's, I have not been watching as long as you guys have. Is this the first or is this a rare instance where The Bachelor going into the final episode was was really torn about, torn up about whether or not he was going to even propose to somebody? Or is this kind of a first? Early on in the show, it wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like the first few seasons, it was just you give the person a rose and that was it. And then when it became this whole thing about the ring and getting engaged and it's going to be, and they started doing like the wedding ceremonies on TV and everything for a few of the couples and they, yeah, it was so overdone. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, once they started finding a way to market it, it became about like, are you ready to get engaged? Like he says at the beginning of every season to the people, like you ready to get engaged at the end of this. It's like, why are we talking about that right now? Like, can I just meet some people and see how this goes? KDK, you've been watching for a while. How do you feel about the evolution of the franchise thus far? It's, I mean, it's kind of rolled into a little dumpster fire, but part of me thinks that they dangle the big rings in front of them to be like, 
why don't you just roll the dice because otherwise you can't afford this giant diamond. Like, I wonder how many people are like mildly swayed by like, well, because if you don't, what is it? If you don't get married or two years is the mark, like if you don't stay together for two years, right? Okay. So then it's you like, give the ring back. then you have to give the ring back. But if you do stay together, I just wonder if some of it is about the ring to people, like, because it's huge. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that, if they dangled it, obviously, thank God Matt wasn't that shallow, but like, I wonder if they tried to dangle that partially to be like, look what the show will provide for you. Yeah. Yeah. The resale on wedding rings is not great. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was also just thinking just the pressure from the show. Cause I know, um, who was it? Jojo was saying after her season, her and Jordan felt the pressure just to stay together because all eyes were on them all the time and they had to work through some shit and they went to couples therapy and stuff and it worked out. And like a year or two later, he reproposed and he was just like, I just want it to be a natural, no cameras. This is just how I feel and what the, this is what I want to do type of thing. But that, as we know, that's a very rare occurrence. Yeah. Well, and I, I think Matt James took the high road. I think he actually listened to his heart and not the producers and he didn't get down on one knee, but he was still very honest with how he felt about Rachel and how he wanted to continue their relationship. And at the end of the episode, I was like full on cheering for Matt James. And I love that he honored what felt right for him, what felt good for him. To the Weber's point, I do think his mom kind of messed with this head a little bit, whether she meant to, or again, maybe she hasn't worked through her shit, but I think her words landed really hard on his heart and it's all for the best because they were able to have a relationship just as girlfriend, boyfriend, explore what that would be like without being in Western Pennsylvania, like in lockdown and We know now after watching after the final rose that they are no longer together. Um, This was the first after the rose I watched. I don't think they had one for Tasha's season, did they? They didn't. Okay. Yeah, this was the first one that I watched. And I I emotionally prepared myself because we all know about Rachel Kirkconnell's um, very racist photo that emerged with her celebrating Um, an antebellum style party. She grew up in Georgia. I know a lot about the Southern culture just because my in-laws are from Mississippi and Louisiana. I thought I I was gonna be able to kind of handle it going into it, but it was a really heavy, hard conversation. And I think it was great for that to be had for everybody in their family room to be able to watch and listen in on how hard these conversations are. Um, Before we get into all of that, um, it was good. It was good to see Michelle. I love Michelle. I think she's a really good girl. Um, Katie, how did you think Michelle handled herself seeing Matt for the first time after departing uh, Nima Colon? She was the perfect mix of grace funny and also like holding him accountable I wanted two minutes you didn't give it to me Mm -hmm. also I'm glad you can kiss with your eyes closed now and maybe find some other catchphrases like she just really hit every single mark 
like good honor and it makes me excited for the, you know, what else is announced, but we'll get there. We will get there. But I think what is announced makes perfect sense because I put on my producer hat. And when I thought back to the final episode, Michelle got a lot of screen time, a lot of screen time. And it made me want more Michelle. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm jumping all over the place for the recap for after the final rose, but we know that the bachelorettes, that's right, plural, are gonna be Katie, not Katie K. Kate, dildo Katie, um, our Katie K is married and Michelle, I, I, I was, I was genuinely shocked. Hillary, did you know that there were going to be two bachelorettes or were you as shell shocked as I was? Um, I did not know. I definitely thought that it was going to be Michelle, but I will say that I think that they're totally screwing up. I think that they should be on the same season and they should all date the same guys and they should do the roses and some of them keep some on some. I mean, like, I think that they should do it together. They're missing, they're missing the mark. They should put them together. That could be a good way to revamp the franchise because I think that's what they need now desperately is a new way to package and distribute the show. Mm -hmm. So that would be a great way to experiment for sure. Whenever, remember they did, they tried like a version of that with Britt and who was the other? Caitlin. 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 So -hmm. it was Britt and Caitlin and it was on night one. And then the guys picked who they wanted to be the bachelorette. Like they met both of them out of the limo and then the guys voted and they voted for Caitlin to be, and then Britt had to go home. Right. Yeah. So that was like a yucky version of that. Yeah, they should have just let mm-hmm. it ride the whole season that way. Yeah. 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 Like, so yeah, figure it out for both of them. I mean, listen, if it's good enough for DJ Polly D and me, it should be good enough for the Bachelorette. I'm just intrigued how overnights would go. Right? Oh, as the both sisters. <laughs> um, okay, so I like that we all agree that having the two Bachelorettes is fun it's it's a way for them to subtly revamp the franchise without all those old white dudes at abc like losing their shit so we're getting a little bit people we're getting a little bit um after we chatted with michelle um i mean emmanuel acho oh great of course i like butcher his name emmanuel acho and i do want to comment on him i just need to know who i need to be frustrated at about his execution as a host of this show. Uh, If it was them who directed him and gave him notes on what to say, then I need to be upset at ABC. Uh, If he just took the reins all on his own, uh, then I'd be upset at him. Uh, I was frustrated multiple times at what he was doing as a host. Um, You might never see him again. Is there anything you want to say? How do you know he's never going to see him again, homie? He really like drilled that Super hard. Like, why are we even bringing that up? Why is that the thing? Now that you know the door's closed, how do you like- What is, why? (laughs) Jesus, there wasn't even a scab here, but there is now. There's a wound that's bleeding. Yeah. Uh, Would you like to have one last final embrace? No, absolutely not. 
No, <laughs> this was really awkward the whole time. Absolutely not. And then just the drilling and not knowing when to just let it go. Clearly Matt has nothing to say. All right, it's time to go to commercial break after the third sigh. Maybe he's not going to answer right now. Let's figure it out. So yeah, it just seemed like when he got to the part where it was uncomfortable conversations, like he was great. He really shined when he was talking to Rachel, when he was talking to Rachel and Matt for the good first half, like mm -hmm. in the middle, he really, really did well. Uh, and I feel like that was his area, but like the hosting duties, it felt very robotic in, uh, in the beginning. And on some of the questions I was like, what are you doing? Hillary, I feel like you have something else to say. Yeah, there was one part and now, of course, I like can't remember what it was, but he said something to Matt like, well, sometimes you just have to say the uncomfortable things or like something. It was something like that. And I was like, listen, this guy can barely breathe right now. Like he's holding it together. Leave him be. He like very clearly is so uncomfortable. I feel really bad for him because I think that that was very, very difficult for him. Like you could see not just dealing with her, but having to do it on camera and be like coached and having the host there. Like, I just think the whole situation was really difficult for him and just, you could read it off of him. He was in so much pain and I just felt bad. I was like, man, they should just not do this to him. Yeah. We felt so bad for him. Um, Miles and Heather, what are the, what are the blogs and some of the podcasts that are just focused on Bachelor Nation saying about uh, that conversation with Matt and Rachel? I mean, I I've read both. Unfortunately, more than not, people feel like uh, she got drilled too much. Um, but that, I feel like that's up for debate. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of white ladies online are like, she got drilled too hard. They were just wearing dresses. And it's like, okay, missing the point. Yeah. So yeah, she got grilled, but she handled it very well. Yeah, Surprisingly I was, I was well. very surprised how she handled Whatever it. Whatever publishers she hired, man, they earned their paycheck because she was like, pop, 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 pop. Especially when he asked, you know, who's to blame. Yeah. And she was like, nobody. Nobody. She's like me, my own ignorance. It's, I could have looked it up. I didn't. I made a choice not to. It's on me. I messed up. So yeah, she didn't shy away from it. Not once. I, I definitely agree. I think, I think she got a really good coach and she was coached up for the conversation. I think she handled every question um, the way someone who's holding themselves accountable and who's trying to truly change would answer. So I hope that she is doing the work and by doing the work, whatever that means, whether it's just thinking critically or listing off like she did all of the things she's actually doing. Um, this conversation needed to be had. I love that it was um, on ABC, a national platform. I felt really uncomfortable just watching Matt react to it and have to sit in it. I know that feeling of sitting in ickiness and emotions. Katie K, why do you think Matt was maybe torn throughout that entire conversation, there were long gaps where he just didn't even make a peep. Because I think what I got from her is I do believe she's genuinely in love with Matt. I believe she was highly, that action that she did was racially insensitive and racist, but I don't think she's a racist person. And I think he felt like he feels that way about her in my opinion. 
He loves her and doesn't think she's a racist person, but he can't really die on that hill and like say that about her and like defend her because the entire, he's like representing an entire race of people on TV right now. And so if he comes to her defense, it could possibly come off like Chris Harrison. Yeah. Because he fell in love with her. And so I left the episode knowing that he felt like totally shackled to not be able to say like anything how he really feels about her and then also being like she's like she dealt with it she's dealing with it I think she genuinely loves him and I don't think you can genuinely I don't think she would genuinely fall in love with him if she was actually a racist person to the core Mm -hmm. it seemed it's to me though that and I think that maybe they just didn't talk about this or maybe they just didn't show it but it seemed to me or I was picking up vibes that like maybe initially she defended herself to him and then he had to explain to her why it was hurtful. It seemed like he was more hurt over the fact that he had to explain to her why it was hurtful. Like maybe initially she didn't believe him or, you know, whatever. And that would make sense as to why she didn't apologize initially and why it took longer. But it did really seem like there was some part of the conversation that we weren't getting to hear and that it was more like, not that he didn't think that she's racist, but more like, I told you how I was feeling and how it affected me about something. And you disregarded that and like doubled down and defended yourself. And like, yes, now you're doing the work, but it was hurtful what you did. That's kind of what I was picking up, but I know that they didn't come right out and say it, but it seemed like that's what they were hinting towards. Yeah. Yeah, it was an appropriate conversation to have. Hillary, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think there was a lot of other conversations that we weren't privy to. And I don't think we should be privy to because maybe Rachel wouldn't be painted in the best light. And again, we just see Matt in a position where he's torn. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't want to disappoint anybody. And that makes me really sad for him. And I I hope that wherever he and Heather are, that they are laughing and loving and maybe knitting little baby clothes for their future babies. Cause we all know that's what's going to happen. But there was one person that was clearly absent from after the rose. And it was my favorite, my pick from the very beginning, Miles and Heather Weber, where was Brie? She got cut. They did a whole segment with her and they edited it out. Um, We listened to Brie on Nick V's podcast um, because they did one last night kind of talking about it. Um, But they didn't really say why it got edited out. She Um, was just kind of sounding like she was just going to because Nick commented on how she was just a good soldier the whole season. Like she was doing some stuff that she was like you probably shouldn't be as cool as you're being about this, but you go ahead, girl. So, yeah. and she was like, yeah, I was just going with the flow, but yeah, she was just like, they cut me, mm-hmm. you know? And she just kind of left it at that, but yeah. you could tell there was a little smirk behind it. Like, yeah, they just cut me. So yeah. I just assumed that like, there wasn't anything juicy there that the producers probably. were looking for. And they were looking like, for resentment or something yeah. and she just didn't have it. Yeah. She's just not that type of person. And it was already three hours of, bachelor so it's like this is already a lot yeah no it was it was a lot and we needed all of that FaceTime for Michelle and Katie because they are the new bachelorettes Katie is going to be kicking us off with season 17 and then it's back to back because Mm -hmm. season 18 bachelorette will be Michelle and no paradise 
No paradise. Is it What's COVID? the actual hell, man? No paradise. This is bullshit. Can we revolt? Can we start a social media like hashtag bring back paradise? I uh, uh. Seriously, yeah, it's the best part about this. Maybe, franchise. maybe next year we'll just be like three paradises back to back. Better. <laughs> is it COVID? But I think it's COVID. Yeah. But put them at put them in Vermont then at a hotel. <laughs> Whatever. A beachfront in Vermont. Yeah, you know, paradise. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm just saying, do what it takes. Put them in Arizona. I don't care. It's. Those beaches in Arizona. No mention of Hawaii. We're not even going to think about that. A pool. I don't know. So (laughs) I was like, when they announced it, I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, immediately turned to anger. Excuse me, where's paradise? Yeah, very upset. Though I will say one thing to touch on. The new hosts of The Bachelorette. Yeah. Uh, I am so stoked to see Katie and Caitlin together. Yeah. Uh, fire. Oh, I'm Tasha. So yes. Well, T- yeah, Tasha's going to be one of the hosts, but we're excited oh, to see, like, the dynamic, Kate, the dynamic of Katie and Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. Got it. Caitlin so, wait, does. is Caitlin doing Katie's season and then Tasha's doing Michelle's season? I don't know. I think they're co doing it because they're quarantining together right now. So, I think they're going to co host it. Got it. Because, I mean, it's really smart. The Bachelorette got better ratings. It gets better ratings in The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't think there was a lot of guys to pull from in Tasha's season that people are like, yeah, I'm all in. So I agree. I don't think there wasn't, there was really no other dudes that I was excited to watch a whole season yeah. and like court ladies. I was not. I was not down for it, but I think this could be the change the franchise needs. I love that Tasha's coming back. I love her style. She has the best clothes ever. She's so cute. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, but I feel kind of I feel, I feel kind of bad because this is mm. a lot of time that she's going to be spending away from Zach. Oh, no, I was going to say something terrible, but I'm not going to. <laughs> They just got together. Yeah. So I, mean, I know that's, that's the thing. It's like brand new. And so it's kind of unfortunate that she's going to spend a lot this year. They right? might like bring maybe, him yeah. in to like hope... help coach the guys or something. I so. hope so. Oh, yeah, I hope he can come hang. Definitely. Because we've seen that. I mean, not that I've been watching long enough, but we've seen other couples come in and do stuff. So I think that, I think it'll just be a good reminder that, you know, cool people are on this show and we should keep watching. Um before we wrap up, I have I have a hard top thought for you guys, okay? So over the last Bachelorette season, there were technically two Bachelorettes, right? We had Claire and then we had Tasha, mm-hmm. And they had some colloquialisms, little taglines, if you will. We all know Claire's was show up. And we all know Tasha's was be vulnerable. It wasn't vulnerable. It was vulnerable. I want someone to be vulnerable, okay? What do you think Michelle or Katie's little tagline or quip is going to be? Take a minute. I know I put you guys on the spot. I'll start. I think, um, okay, Katie already alluded to this. It's going to be something of like, I'm the best version of myself looking for someone who recognizes that in me. It's going to be something about best version, okay? 
Um, Michelle is just too cool. I don't think she's going to be like cheesy and have something, but that that's what I'm thinking for Katie. Okay. Hillary, any thoughts on what a tag you're just, I'm skipping you. And I knew you weren't going to participate. I'm going to Katie K. <laughs> I think Katie's is going to be like, I just want someone to see me. And then I think Michelle's is going to be, be yourself. <laughs> That's probably what she sells her students. Okay. Heather, what do you think? What was she saying when she pulled out the jersey? That's what I was going to say. That yeah, she, was she like, said she something. She was looking for her co-pilot. Co oh, my, my teammate. What did she say? World teammate. Teammate to take over the world or something like that. Yeah. And so I think it's going to be that mm -hmm. for Michelle. Uh, Katie, I, I think it's going to be something to do with like growth mm -hmm. or something like that or working on yourself. You know, I mean, that, that, I think it's going to be something like therapy. Be your authentic self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, uh, that a lame white girl like me would say or stitch on a pillow. That's what Katie's going to say. What would um, your line be, Carrie? I know what mine would be. Okay, well, I want to hear what yours would be, Helsey. What would yours be? Don't text me first. Always text me back. <laughs> oh. I'm okay. fire. I like it. You guys, I've liked everything about these recaps, everything about Matt James's season. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning again. Um, if you haven't yet, subscribe. Am I tripping over my words? Yes, because... I've been, I'm a fan. I love it. I'm hooked on Bachelor and Bachelorette and follow us so that you don't miss any more of our upcoming recaps and all the fun content we have. I've been your host, Carrie Gallagher. Please say goodbye to our special guests, Miles and Heather Weber. Say goodbye to the incredible Katie Kay and say adios to the wonderful Hillary Hudson. That's Bye. been an episode. We'll see you guys soon. Sayonara, folks, from Nima Colon. Hey there, it's Mary again. Thanks for listening. For exclusive content, head to the Broken Drift Patreon. And before the outro music plays, subscribe to the Broken Drift Productions YouTube channel to watch the episodes or subscribe to our podcast channel. All of the links are in the episode bio.